Welcome in another episode in the Balancely podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia and I'm the president of Kips and Time to Train Fitness as well as your Balancely ambassador. I want to be talking about a topic that I feel like I've been talking about a lot more lately that has to do with Instagram reels and creating reels and how much easier it is these days. And I've been talking more about this because I hope that health, wellness, fitness professionals, no matter if you're a strength coach, yoga instructor, wellness coach, whatever that might be, that you feel empowered enough to create this type of short form content and that it hopefully resonates with you that it's much easier than you might think. And so I'm going to be talking about cross-promoting content and throughout this episode, I'll talk about reels, I'll talk about each platform. And then later on, the last thing I'll do in this episode is actually go through a step-by-step example for creating a reel with Instagram templates. So before we get that, I want to make sure I put out there, thank you for listening. Always appreciate people tuning in for the Balancely podcast. I know there's a lot of options out there for podcasting and listening. So it is always much appreciated. If you feel inclined, please feel free to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform or engage with us on social media and let us know what you thought about the episode. Before we get to, though, the meat and potatoes of this episode, I'll got to give my shout out for Naboso Performance Products. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I talk about Naboso all the time. There's a link in the description, and I have to put out there that it's not just foot care. That's how I got introduced to to Naboso is that I bought the these duo insoles that I use whenever I'm going outside or I'm being active. I feel like they really do help with my foot pain that I used to incur from sitting at a desk all day, looking at a computer screen, and then trying to get up and be active. And since then, I've been I've invested in a lot more. I have the toe spacers, I have the the standing mat, I have the balance board, the wobble board all these different products that I feel really help with performance. And when I say performance, I mean daily life, every facet of it. Make sure you check out the link in the description to let them know that you came from this podcast. Right now, let's kind of talk through the beginning part of Reels, but also different platforms, since we're going to be talking about cross-promoting on different platforms. And that is, if you haven't done this already, figure out where your demo is. Figure out where your demographics are, where your audience is, because that's the platform where you want to make sure that you're maximizing your time, your effort, and the content that you're putting out there. And an example that I'm going to share with you right off the bat that I feel like has been really beneficial for me, not just monetarily, but time-wise, is that this year, all of 2023, I started focusing on platforms that I know bring in business for whether it's KIPS or it's Time to Train Fitness. And I honestly deleted the others. I deleted those platforms off of the business platforms for those the accounts that were on there, just deleted them. And um, I have to say this, this is not a political thing. This is not a, um, I'm trying to get back at any type of platform. And for me, those were LinkedIn and Twitter, now known as X. And so for both my businesses, I deleted those and I focused more attention on other platforms. So YouTube Shorts. And I feel like one, I know that the, the, my audiences are, are on there, so it's more beneficial to do that, but there's going to be better results from it. Like I said, find out where your business is, your demographics, where are these platforms, these fra- free platforms that are driving in traffic to whatever you're trying to sell or, or do or service, whatever that might be, 
and focus on those. So if you know what the platform is, don't make it. So if your audience, let me, let me take, take a step back here. If your audience isn't on a specific platform, so let's say that they're not on Twitter, or sorry, on X, don't make the, that the platform that you spend the most time on. And you could swap out X for Instagram, for YouTube shorts, or LinkedIn, or Facebook, whatever one. I'm just saying, find out what platform they're not on and don't spend, don't make that the one that you spend the most time on. Uh, a story that I've shared before, and I might've shared this in previous episodes in the Balancely podcast is how I have a friend that they are, they primarily work with the active aging population and they are an active ager themselves. And they went to a uh, net, business networking event and somebody there that was a social media marketer told them that you really need to focus on reels, create reels. And when I heard this, and this was actually a few years ago before Reels really started to take off. So this was maybe two years ago, I think. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I was really hesitant to say, yeah, did I, at the time that I know that Reels were uh, starting to grow? Yes, I did. But at the same time, I also knew that the Reels, they weren't as big on the platform where her audience, where their audience was, and that's Facebook. And so I just recommended that no I would I would try to spend more time on Facebook and not time trying to learn how to make reels because I don't think it's going to have the biggest return on your time investment so that's a story that I share all the time because it, you have to know where your demographics are and if you're making these hopefully professional looking reels they look great you know you're using your 4k camera you're making sure that you got all the cuts all the stuff that you want in it everything looks great but you're not getting a return maybe it's because your your audience isn't there and so that's kind of evolved i will say since then because facebook does now have the reels function with it's not as powerful in my opinion as instagram and you can't really develop them on the facebook platform but you can post something as a reel which is different than two years ago where you had to share it as a video. So changes, slight dif differences there with how you can upload them. And I have seen, if you are running a business page, I have seen small um, incremental changes in terms of increases in views on those, which hopefully translate to likes. So all those are good things with it. But let's now segue to the next part of this podcast episode, which is the ease of cross-promoting. And that's really the the main topic of this episode with how much easier it's become with if you're creating content you can share it across multiple platforms and the the big one to start with is with instagram and facebook so these two platforms owned by the same company and they allow you to share automatically if you wanted to if you are creating an instagram reel and you share it you have the option to connect your facebook page or business page and share it automatically to that if you can't do that, you can always just download it and then just go to the other platform and paste your caption in there and post your video. But I will say there are a couple of limitations to this. So if you are scheduling reels or you are uh, using Business Suite, there are some features that are limited. And I've found these out in the last few months myself just through uh, just through trial and error and, and real life experience with it. But if you're scheduling a reel, so you can these days create a reel and schedule it on Instagram, but it won't share to 
Facebook at the moment, that is. Um, I think that that's just one of the limitations for it. I tried to see, and it even warns you when you do schedule it, that it states how there are some features that are limited, but the collaboration, you could still do that, your tags, all that kind of stuff, all good, just the cross-promoting onto Facebook. The next one, how I talked about with, if you're using Meta Business Suite, now that used to be Business Manager, which is a free tool. And with Meta Business Suite, you can actually schedule posts or you can schedule videos, but you can't do the collaborator tag through there. So some limitations there that if you are trying to schedule things out or you're trying to use to maximize your time, I'll say a couple of things that don't really work. And, uh, you know, what, why, why do they do those types of things? Some will point to that they are trying to make sure that you're creating things in real life and posting at the moment, not scheduling things. I don't think that too much because why would they then offer them on their platforms? Why would they offer scheduling uh, options or why would they develop a whole business suite where you can schedule things? Um, so you just got to figure out how what's going to be your workflow. Is there, Are you going to schedule and then you're going to go in the next day? and you're going to download it and then post it on other platforms, just figuring out your workflow from that, I think, is the, the big takeaway there. Now, where else can you use an Instagram Reel? So let's say you create an Instagram Reel. Where else can you? Can you use it on X, formerly known as Twitter? Yeah, of course. And can you use it on YouTube Shorts? Yeah, definitely you can, and you definitely should. Now, let's talk about the first one and ways that I personally have used it this way. So for a podcast that I run that's on movies with a buddy of mine that... Uh, got a great content for when I make a reel for the account, I, I usually add the text, the captions on it, the automated captions. I just think they look more engaging. And then what I'll do is I'll download that and then I'll go up, upload it to X on that account. And I have seen that it gets more views that way, just more engaging, keeps the screen moving. And that's one example of how you can do that. I do not think, in my opinion, these types of short form content uh, content like quick stuff like this. I don't think they're as powerful on Twitter. Twitter is more stream of conscious. It's more instant reaction, more quick tweets, wittiness than anything else. But with YouTube shorts, it's essentially the same thing. YouTube shorts are Instagram reels, they're the same things. And they are very powerful for growing a channel. And they've actually made it so if you do get enough views on your shorts, you can participate in their monetization program. But of course, it does take a lot to get there. But I will say that it is a very powerful tool for growing a channel. So I would actually place more emphasis on YouTube shorts if you are in that boat. Now, some limitations to that might be the music. So let's say that you create a reel. And it states that the music, yeah, you can download it, but without the music. Okay, so you can now you get a video with quick, quick cuts. And what do you do from there? If you are uploading it to YouTube Shorts, what you could do is actually just add a song from there. Now, if it, you know, hopefully you can find something that translates to it or it looks good with it. But that is a, a workaround right, right off the bat that allows you to still utilize this Instagram reel that you made and use it on YouTube. So there are ways to work around it and hopefully that allows you to keep moving with it. Let's now talk about a step-by-step -step example here. Now, this is something that I've been actually raving about in different podcasts, my own Kips podcast, 
I've talked about a conf at a conference I was just at. Uh, if you are familiar with DCAC in uh, Reston, Virginia, and I'll probably talk about this. I'm doing one in uh, Nashville pretty soon, uh, FitCon, and talking about Instagram templates and how easy it is these days to make Instagram reels. Now, I have to throw this out there because why, and it's part of the why, but these all these platforms, whether it's YouTube or it's Instagram, Facebook, or X, they all want you on their platform. They want you spending time on their platform. And if they give you the tools to create better content, that's ultimately going to lead to you creating better content and people staying on there. And so on Instagram, they've had them in the past, but in my opinion, they just made it more accessible. It used to be harder to find them, in my opinion, but now they actually put it in the real tab. So if you go to create a post and then go to real in the top right, and this is assuming that you have a creator account, that's one of the settings that I highly recommend you changing to. But under there, there are now templates and you could see what's trending. You could see ones that are recommended for you, original audio, all these different things that you can insert your content into with ease. Now, I just actually did this today for a company and a different company that I consult for. And I literally took five different clips. It was for a gym. And I took these five different clips that I had already kind of uh, adjusted for a real format. So that's something that I did in my iPhone settings. I went to the video, then I adjusted it to uh, the long form, the portrait mode, mode form. And then I went to the templates. And from there, I found one that I liked that I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. And I I clicked on the video, I clicked on it, and then all of a sudden it gives you the options to upload your content. So you can now take those clips that you have and put it into there. So let's now talk about how you can apply this. How can you make this example? What I would say is before you get to this step, set up a tripod when you're going to work out next. And this is a fitness related example. If you are a health coach, wellness coach, nutrition coach, whatever that might be, find an example that you could easily swap this out for. Maybe it's a, you're going grocery shopping or maybe you are doing a cooking demo, whatever that might be. And so with this fitness example, record yourself doing four or five different exercises. Just set it up at a good angle. You can see your face. You can see what you're doing. It looks good. As easy as that. And you're already doing the activity. So I got my four or five clips. I take those to Instagram, go to real, go, go to create go to real, go to templates, find one that I like, insert these, these clips, and then it'll trim it. And you can adjust where you want the little, where you want the clip to come from. And then after that, you go to create real and it puts it all together for you. Let's say though, though, that in this template that pops up, there's, you don't have enough content for it. You could add the same video and just adjust it into a different spot. So keep that in mind that you could use the same video and just adjust it for different parts of it to make it fit inside the template. Now, after you do that, it'll put it together for you. you. Can You can add any text on it if you need to, but make sure you put your descriptions, you put your topics, you put your tags, all that kind of good stuff, and then you post it. Now, I created this great reel. It looks great, looks professional, and it automatically shares to Facebook. What else can I do? Download it. Go to your share shares in different, or in, I guess a download is in different parts. That's one of the weird things that I've noticed, depending on what type of account you have, but download it and then um, go to each platform, 
go to Twitter and make sure you use your hashtags. Make sure you adjust your, your description. Post it. Go to YouTube Shorts. It's usually a topic and you have to do it from your phone, but post it. And all of a sudden now you have great content on all the platforms. And so that is kind of an example, a step-by-step example that I'll give you right there. This episode, it really was kind of sparked from on X. I saw somebody that's a YouTube creator saying that how they want, they want you to make original content. And I, I, and I didn't say anything to it, but in my mind, I pushed back. I'll, <laughs> I'll say I pushed back mentally because uh, I didn't engage with it. I'm not a big <laughs> in that capacity, but I, I push back on it because I, I do it myself and it works great. It, it honestly works fantastic on different platforms. And it's really the, the tool. It's the editing tool that allows you to um, create this type of good content. So that's why I'm saying uh, to use it. Do platforms want you making content just for their, their platform? Yeah, probably. But they know that people are not using just their platform, that they're using multiple platforms. So keep that in mind as you move forward throughout this process. The, that has been it for this episode. I honestly really hope that this gives you a roadmap for creating content, growing your audience organically, and hopefully growing your business. That's really the key for a lot of these podcast episodes is some type of motivation, some type of step-by-step process to help you continue making content and growing. Thank you for listening as always, and I will catch you in the next one.